0: Stay away What oh, said hand I can box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay
1: Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. It's also a show about culture and a show about hope and many other things. Right now, there's an event going on, getting ready to go on tomorrow, to help people in Haiti who have been suffering through the earthquake and the aftermath. And it's a celebration, a chance for people to get together and do something, do something for people who really need it. It's an event tomorrow from 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be an ipsilanti at the First United Methodist Church. It's going to be a Stand with Haiti Partners in Health event, Pilar's Cafe, Pilar's Tamales, and Ann Arbor is going to provide some food for that. And before we get going, speaking of tamales, let's start a party right now and get ourselves in the mood, in the energy to work together and make things happen. Here's Robert Johnson.
0: She's long and tall, she sleeps in the kitchen with her feet in the hall. Hot to mother than the red heart. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale, I mean. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale, yeah. Hot to mother than the red heart. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale. Hot to mother than the red heart. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale. She got two for nickels, got four foot dime. Won't say more, but they ain't gonna mind. Hot mother than the red heart. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale, I mean. Yes, yeah, she got up a sale, yes, yes mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got a mazilla. Half the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got a mazilla. I got a little from a girl in the room, now she got some good, she got to bring home soon. It's half the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got a mazilla, I mean, yes, yeah, she got a mazilla, yes. Yeah. Half the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got a mazilla. Half the mother than the red Boy. The billy goes back and the bomby nest Ever since daddy can't take care of yeah, Hot tamales and the red heart Yeah, you gotta have a sale, I mean Yeah, you gotta have a sale Hot tamales and the red heart Yeah, you gotta have a sale yeah, Don't mess around them hot tamales the now Cause two blank beds Mess around them hot tamales the I'm gonna upset your back, I'm gonna put your kidneys to sleep I'll do the break when you don't live And there's your heart to be Hot tamales on the red heart Yeah, you gotta have a sale, I mean Yes, yeah, she got a sail, yeah. the mother than the red heart, Yes, yeah. she got on a sail. At the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got on the sale. You know, grandma left not our grandpa too. I wonder what in the world we children sure gonna do now. At the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got on the I mean, yes, she got on the sail. the mother than the red heart, yes, she got a sail. At the mother than the red heart, yes, she got on the Bought a VH for the where we bought that thing all on the running boat, yes. the mother than the red heart, yes, she got up for sale, I mean, yes, she got up for sale, yes. the mother than the red heart, yes, she got up for sale, it's too hot boy. us. the demanded than the red heart, yes, now she got up for sale. You know, the monkey not a bad fool playing in the grave where the monk took a bad old good guff, yes. I nah. demanded the red heart, yes, she got up for sale, I mean, yes, she got up for sale, yes. I demanded
1: Yeah, that's Robert Johnson, and they're red hot. I was going to say, sorry about the scratching at the beginning there, but you know, it got better and better. It just got better and better, didn't it? So, hot tamales, they're red hot, and well, There are going to be some fairly hot tamales served tomorrow at the First United Methodist Church in Ypsilanti for the Haiti Benefit for Stand with Haiti Partners in Health. And Sylvia of Pilar's Tamales is one of the main people involved with the benefit tomorrow. And I talked to Pilar's Tamales, Sylvia, Sylvia of Pilar's Tamales, just the other day, and she's getting into it.
2: You know, it's amazing. It's exciting. It's wonderful. It's uh, a lot of people putting the love and energy into something that's really important in our community and in the community of Haiti. So, I mean, the only thing I can say is that I am just overwhelmed with the love and the support of friends, family, our community. um, As we sort of, I mean, the way that I kind of think about it is that... I initially had a little thought, like, you know, I'm actually, like, literally right there at the corner of uh, Stadium and Liberty coming over to my place. And I'm thinking, what's my February specials going to look like? I mean, really, I was like, okay, what am I thinking about at the cafe? What what are we going to do? And I kid you not, and I seriously think this happens to me often, where my thought, I was thinking about one thing. And the next thought was like, I had no control of it. It was as though, no, you're going to be doing something for Haiti. And very rapidly, it was from Thursday to a th- uh, to a Sunday. We had a wonderful committee of people that, you know, from friends to family to just community folks that said, "I want to help." We met. We started talking about what the possibilities, what we could do. Um, and obviously, being that I'm in the food business. For me, it seemed very naturally to do a food fundraiser and lots of other little things have come along and we've incorporated that. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. A lot of good people, lots of local donors, lots of um, so sort of like the idea behind it is because um, it was sort of a a um, initial pillars. uh, What is it? I don't know what I would call it, but I mean, it came from my heart and my food is in my heart. It was going to initially be Pilar's food, and then came uh, the idea of a Haitian tamale. And so we're going to be doing a Salvadorian Haitian menu, very simple, really nice. Um, desserts, coffee, live music from Joe Summers, Gypsy Jazz Trio, and lots of wonderful local uh, folks donating product services. Um, a silent auction, right? Yes, it is. And, no, I'm excited. And Those are my favorite.
1: And talking to Sylvia from Pilar's Tamales about the benefit tomorrow for Haiti. And, and there's a special tamale, as she mentioned, she's going to make. We'll have more details on that in just a second. She also talked about the price of the event. Can't actually tell you what the price is on the air because there are certain FCC rules. But she says that the price she's telling people about, well, people have their opinion on that.
2: Everybody's been saying, Sylvia, you know, that's not much for for the for a wonderful dinner and just the cost and and everything but my idea behind it was that you know if we could get people there and I didn't want this to be a money issue I wanted all of us to feel like you know we can all do a little bit and if we all do a little bit none of us have to feel the burden of trying to do as much as we can so to me this is actually what's the best is everybody truly coming together and putting their little grain there however you think of it, and we're pulling in what we can that whatever we're able to do uh, for Haiti. So it's really it's it's been beautiful. I'm just constantly just amazed at the at the generosity of our, our folks here in uh in Arbor Ipsilanti, Michigan area.
1: And that event is tomorrow at the first United Methodist Church at two oh nine Washtenaw. it's just one block away from Washtenaw and Huron in Ypsilanti. And PLR's Outreach for Haiti is a group of individuals in the Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti community joining forces with PLR's tamales to raise funds to help alleviate suffering for Haiti's earthquake victims. And you can look up information about Stand with Haiti Partners in Health on the web. And I'll tell you a little bit about them in just a moment. But I really couldn't resist asking about that special tamale. Can you tell me about the special tamale, or is that a top secret? Oh, it's a top secret. No,
2: you know, it's actually very simple. Um, Haitian food has been influenced by, uh, you know, by the French. So one of the, in Creole, and um, it's a very simple tamale with uh, roasted, the the original recipe, which actually uh, a woman that I met here, her name is Melissa, she's wonderful, um, she uh, was initially the person behind saying, hey, I can, you know, I'm a trained chef, I, um, I could do some initial research on, on, a, on Haitian food, and so she did that, and um, as a result of some of the, her findings, we thought, well, you know, some of these recipes would be great in a tamale. And so what it is, it's a, uh, the, the recipe originally called for pork, but we thought we're is going to go with chicken because it's, you know, a little easier to work with. And when you're feeding that many, that big of a, of a crowd, you want to go with something that most people will eat. And so what it is, it's roasted chickens, whole chickens, and then we pull, pull them. Um, and it's the, uh, the main ingredient is thyme and shallots for the actual seasoning of the chickens. Um, and then the sauce that's gonna go inside the tamales is fresh uh, tomatoes, onions. It's called for Scotch bonnet, and I thought that's quite a quite a pepper. So we took took it back a few notches, and we're gonna go with um, jalapenos. Um, and the very neat ingredient in there is um, it's malt vinegar, which is wonderful. So it's very simple, very interesting, but the malt vinegar in this sauce really just comes out in, a fl- in, a, in your mouth where it's like, wow, this is great. Um, and then we're going to be doing a wonderful salad, which is similar to a Salvadorian uh, salad, the cabbage curtido salad. But instead of, um, again, it calls for scotch bonnet, so they have quite a bit of uh, hot peppers in their cuisine. Um, it also calls for, um, for malt vinegar, which is great. So just it's going to be very nice, very simple, really good, and then lots of folks around town that are going to be donating some yummy desserts. You know, from uh, from cupcakes to chocolate cake to flan to uh, tres leches, um, great coffee from Roos Roast Coffees in town, and uh, wonderful little treats from Tasty and Mitis Chocolates and. That's a good people, and all of us are just excited to do this, and, and um, it's going to be an evening of fun, you know, because that's important to me. It's important that we don't focus so much on the sadness of things because I think sometimes if you get caught in the, in the, um, the tragedy part, you can almost get paralyzed and stay in the sadness and be paralyzed, really, and it keeps you from doing something positive, because you're too sad to do anything. So I kind of figure if this night could be a night of uh, fun, of friendships, of uh, good food, good music, we can all come together in that way and still do something positive for Haiti.
1: That's Sylvia from Pilar's Tamales, working with some other folks to have a delicious benefit for Haiti tomorrow night at First United Methodist Church at 209 Washtenaw in Ypsilanti. And it's one of those places, when I lived in Ypsilanti, it was one of the sites for the late lamented New Year's Jubilee. (sighs) I miss that Jubilee, but if you remember that, then this is going to be an opportunity to go to one of those spots again and kind of imagine you're in the New Year Jubilee, only it's the new February Jubilee or such. It's a benefit, though, for the group Stand With Haiti Partners in Health. I'm going to talk a little bit more about them in just a moment and the work they do, but again, this benefit is from 6 to 9 p.m., Tomorrow night. One place you can get tickets is right at Pilar's Tamales, and here's the phone number. They're open till 7. Here's the phone number 929 4161. And actually, that is a 734 number. I'm not sure from looking straight at it if you have to dial 734, but here's the whole information 734 929 4161 and ask for Sylvia. And that is actually the phone number here I see from Pilar's Tamale Shop in Ann Arbor and they're up until 7 o'clock. Now, also at this event, aside from the silent auction and the special tamale, there's going to be some music. She mentioned, she mentioned Joe Summers Group, and it's going to be a special five-piece group this time. Joe Summers Group does music of Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt almost invented a kind of jazz way back when, and Joe Summers and his group have been doing wonderful music locally. We're going to hear a little bit of one of his earlier groups, this is Summers, Delaney, and Sharp. This is an earlier incarnation of his band. And the band that's going to be there tomorrow night is going to be Joe Summers and Alex Bellage and other fine musicians. Joe Summers with his fleet-footed fingers, if you want to put it that way, and a couple of guitarists and a violinist and a bass. But let's listen to some of the kind of music that Joe Summers and his group does. An early recording, this is Summers, Delaney, and Sharp, and this is Topsy. Oh, yeah. Summers, Delaney, and Sharp. And Joe Summers himself, the lead guitarist, has a group that's going to be performing tomorrow at the Benefit for Haiti, which involves Pilar's Tamales and other folks. It's going to be at the First United Methodist Church, 209 Washtenaw. And that is going to be Friday, February 5th, tomorrow from 6 to 9 p.m. Just a little bit now about the group called Partners in Health that's going to be benefiting from this and that they'll be able to bring this to people in Haiti. It's a Boston-based organization that's been working on the ground in Haiti for over 20 years. The group says it urgently needs support to help those affected by the recent earthquake. The organization employs more than 11,000 people worldwide, including doctors, nurses, and community health workers. The vast majority of the staff are local nationals based in the communities they serve. And they say until recently it was conventional wisdom that neither multi-drug-resistant tuberculosis nor AIDS could be treated in settings in poor settings. But Partners in Health says it developed a model of community-based care that's been used successfully to treat multi-drug-resistant TB in the slums of Lima, Peru, and to deliver antiretroviral therapy for AIDS in a squatter settlement in, settlement in rural Haiti. National health authorities in both countries have now significantly expanded these pilot projects. So access to health care, free health care and education for the poor, community partnerships, serving the poor through the public sector and addressing basic social and economic needs are what Partners in Health are about. And Stand With Haiti Partners in Health is going to be getting the proceeds from this event tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church. And those are the people... So now you know who's going to be getting the money and what they'll be doing with that money in Haiti. I want to take a little side note here. Pilar's Tamales, Sylvia from Pilar's Tamales, was talking about scotch bonnet, which is often found in Haitian food, but she will not be including in the tamales. Instead, they're going to tone it down quite a bit to the jalapeno. And I really wanted to know a little bit more about scotch bonnets. Let me tell you, it's a kind of very, 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 very very hot pepper. Also known as Scotty Bond's Bonnie Peppers. It belongs to the same species as the habanero. It's one of the hottest peppers in the world. And it's named for its resemblance to a tam-o-shanter hat. What's a tam-o-shanter hat? The questions begat questions. A tam-o-shanter is that familiar scotch bonnet that you see on Scottish people. It's named after the character tam O'Shanter in the poem of that name by Robert Burns. We were just talking about Robert Burns a couple of weeks ago. Actually, last week was Robert Burns' birthday celebration, which is celebrated by Scottish people around the world with haggis and scotch and other special things in the celebration. But back to the tam O'Shanter and the scotch bonnet pepper. The bonnet, okay, first of all, the bonnet is made of wool with a pom in the center, Originally, they were only made in blue because of the lack of chemical dyes, hence the name Blue Bonnets. They're now available in plain colors or in different tartans. So the pepper itself, called the Scotch Bonnet, they have a heat rating of 100,000 to 350,000 Scoville units. That's really, incredibly, painfully hot. For comparison, most jalapeno peppers have a heat rating of 8,000 or less, sometimes as low as 2,500. 2,500 compared to 100,000, not as hot. These peppers are used to flavor many different dishes and cuisines from around the world. Scotch bonnets have a flavor distinct from its habanero cousin, and they give jerk dishes like pork and chicken and other Caribbean dishes their unique flavor. So, Scottish bonnets, featured in food from Haiti and other parts of the world, it's hot. Boy, it's hot. They're going to tone that down for the special Haitian tamales at tomorrow's event. They're going to have jalapenos instead. Just wanted to fill you in on that bit of information. Now, another monumental event involving food happened 50 years ago this week. It was the Great Sit-In in in Greensboro, North Carolina. Some folks just wanted to eat some food, and some people figured it was really not worth it to give them food, and I, I cannot relate to that under any circumstances. Sometimes things in this country, I just don't know, but... Looking here at RhinoTimes.com for February fourth, twenty ten. This is a bit of information on that. The sit-in movement that swept the country was started fifty years ago on February first, nineteen sixty, when four brave young black men, freshmen from North Carolina AT&T State, A&T State a sorry, North Carolina A&T State University, took a walk from campus to sit down at the whites-only lunch counter at a Woolworth's and order coffee and pie. They've said that when they sat down and ordered, they didn't know what would happen, but they thought there was a good chance they would be arrested. What they couldn't possibly have known is that 50 years later, there would be a museum celebrating that event. They've just opened the International Civil Rights Center in the old Woolworth building, and in fact, if you look at it, there's the Woolworth logo, the old letters, the old-style letters above the museum. So you're walking to a Woolworth's, that is no longer a Woolworths, but is actually a museum. Uh, what it did, what they did by sitting down and ordering coffee and pie at the whites-only lunch counter, is to is to gain support. They gained all kinds of support. Uh, they were allowed to sit, but they were not served. At the, as the movement grew, more and more students from A and T, Bennett College, and other surrounding colleges joined in. They were not arrested either. And Reverend Jesse Jackson was at the press conference on Monday in Greensboro commemorating it. He talked about why the sit-in movement in Greensboro took off, and he gave Greensboro a lot of credit. Jackson noted that the Woolworths manager did not want anyone arrested, and he said Greensboro already was more integrated than many other southern cities. Jackson said that Dr. George Simpkins had been arrested integrating the Gillespie Park golf course in 1955 in Greensboro, and some Greensboro public schools had already been integrated. He noted that as more things became integrated, it made less and less sense to have something like a lunch counter segregated. Jackson also gave credit to North Carolina Governor Terry Sanford, who was an advocate of civil rights. He said that by comparison, during the civil rights movement, George Wallace was the governor of Alabama and fought integration. So a Greensboro lunch counter. The lunch counter itself is now at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., But in Greensboro, North Carolina, is the International Civil Rights Center and Museum at the site of the Old Woolworths. And the original stools that the four brave men sat on, those stools are at the Civil Rights Center in the Greensboro, North Carolina. A momentous event involving the right to eat, the right to be who you are. And we celebrate that here on Pandora's Lunchbox. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And coming up in just a moment, it's Face the Music. That's at 7 o'clock, mere moments from now. But in the meantime, I want to take another moment to play another piece of music about food and inequity. This is Kid Creole and the Coconuts. We're going to go out with this one. And it sounds like a pretty happy tune in a nice locale, like a sunny, tropical locale. And it's called No Fish Today, but really there is fish. It's just that he's not serving any Because of certain political reasons. That's right. So listen closely. This is Kid Creole and the Coconuts. Only the upper class may have fish today. Terribly sorry. Kid Creole and the Coconuts. No fish today. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
0: Myself would find the food for my family So if all your people starve Gram the balls not in the stars Well, it's about a minute past seven. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 uh, minutes. Actually, I've got about an hour. And this is Face the Music. I'd like to... Uh, I guess I'd like to admit that for some reason I feel like playing a lot of fiddles tonight, and banjos and stuff, so... Uh, well, we'll start with the uh, the jaw harp, or as some people call it, the Jew harp. Jew's harp. This is um, Sonny Terry's new sound with Ronnie McGee and J. C. Burris, the jaw harp in blues and folk music, on Folkways Records. It's time to face it's the music.
2: Mama, little baby, little Sean and bread. Uh huh. <laughs>